1: Do I say good morning at this point? Apparently, I do. It's a little bleed over. Good morning, 9 a.m. It is Saturday, December the 31st, final show of the year, final day of the year, 710k in U.S. Denver's talk station on a Saturday, mountain snow, and 46 will be the high. I'm going to be going skiing, 43 on Sunday, mountain snow, and then Denver's got snow and windy on Monday, so 46, 22 tonight, 43 Sunday, 20, and then, and then on Monday morning, it's 30 degrees. I am here, we were talking about maybe not doing the show and having somebody come in or uh, talk to Kelly Michaels, who said, we'll do the best of. There is no best of. (laughs) It's like anybody said, we'll do the best of your show. No, you won't, because you can't, because it doesn't exist. And so I said, you know what, I will come in. I want to work, and then we'll go to Winter Park when the show's over. Uh, Patrice and I will go, and we're out of here, and seeing a bunch of friends of ours uh, on uh, on a big dinner tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, One more plug for the shoot. Which is the show that, because of Mark Crowley and Kelly and Brian and I, developed the one one uh, the shoot on YouTube. You can see it on our website seven ten cane and click on shows, click on me, and it come down to shoot. And these are two men that I listened to on Jimmy's show, and they are from Iran, and I put them on the show, and they're absolutely incredible. They were just amazing. It's a history lesson. It's a story of revolution. They, they as young men left Iran. Uh, with contacts, one of the men can't go back. But it's it's a very, very powerful show, not because of me, because of them. So if you get a minute, take a look at that. <clears throat> but I'd like to talk, and it is open lines, and it is New Year's, so we can look back, look ahead. Uh, we can always do all the gaggy shows that people do on talk radio. Uh, best of the year, worst of the year, pick this person, pick that person. And that's fine. We could do that. But I would like to talk about the recent disclosures. And by the way, the two or three big stories in the world this morning. One is uh, catching that, that guy who murdered those, uh, those young people and how they caught him. And it was a DNA catch and a car catch, and that was pretty big. The other one is the death of Barbara Walters, and the other one is the death of the Pope or the Pope at Meritus. In spite of what you're being, I guess, f- fed on media about Benedict... There was a whole scandal that got covered up when Benedict resigned. He's the first pope to have resigned in 600 years, and it was announced he passed away at 95 years of age. And there's a lot of belief in how the current pope gets the go- gets the job, and most insiders are people that I respect that he was the inside deal. He's a liberation theologist. I think anybody who follows his life would know it. And Benedict was a pretty hardcore theologian who, as they're saying, attempted to rewaken Christianity in a secularized Europe. Uh, but he is the first pope in 600 years to step aside. And remember, he was dying. This is the real, real insight clue. He was close to the, death's doorway, or death's doorstep. And he stayed for another, what, how many years has he stayed? He lived on Lake Como, then he moved back into the Vatican, and now we have Francis. And Francis is, uh, by any estimation, he is a liberation theologist. So how do you go from Benedict, who of course was a conservative theologian, to perhaps the most liberal pope in anyone, well, certainly I'd just say the most liberal pope in the history of of the papacy, was a deal. And I firmly believe it. it's been written about by other people that a deal was struck. That Benedict was covering up, perhaps involved, but they had caught up to him. And he had to step aside. It was a shame-based step aside. And when he did, then they bring a new Pope, and the and the deal was you get a liberation theologist. So, despite everything you're going to hear and all the things you're going to see, Pope emeritus Benedict dead at the age of ninety-five, and someday, sometime, someplace, although the story has been told, it will become a mainstream story. Barbara Barbara Walters died. Barbara Wawa, remember they always make fun of her on, uh, if you were going, what was the great line, if you were going to be a tree, what kind of a tree would you be? And uh, we were talking last couple of Saturdays on on the radio show about uh, Roy Cohn, and she she was his beard. Um, There's an expression, especially was used in Hollywood in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, that guys like Rock Hudson and Troy Donahue, who who were obviously gay, and there was numbers of, of men who were obviously gay, and the uh, studio studio system would set them up with something called a beard, and they would go out on dates with women. And in fact, Rock Hudson married somebody's secretary. I forget who it was, and then uh, it was a it was a beard, and he was going to be in trouble. He was going to be exposed. I read a book about Rock Hudson. It was very it was a very sad book, but he was going to be exposed in, in Confidential Magazine. Uh, was going to expose him. And in fact, what happened uh, was that they had, they fed him somebody else. Maybe it was Roy Calhoun or somebody. They, they fed him on a marijuana beef or some some ridiculous thing like that. And so Rock Hudson got away with it. Plus, he's you in his big box office. So Barbara Walters was Roy Cohen's beard many times. And Cohen, of course, died of age, was gay. And today they've interviewed many, many, many men who had sex with Roy Cohen. But Barbara Walters was his beard, bearded, uh, for Roy Cohen, she, of course, goes on to become this, and in many ways, the you know the trailblazer when she co-hosts an evening news show. And from uh, reading all the books, you can read about how it all works. She went to ABC, and I, th- I think she was with Harry Reisner, and he hated her, and the staff didn't like her, and she was she was early on, and so she crossed that um, that line of uh, a woman hosting a show like that, and they they turned on her. So it is interesting because that leads us into what I'd like to talk about, and, of course, anything else that's game on, is uh, fake news. And on the uh, 28th, I think, because I lose track of time, but all the new dump, as it's called, coming from this January 6th committee. I want to focus on Ray Epps this morning because – I came to a point now, and I want to launch a new phrase. It's called fake talk. And we've heard fake news, and it's apparent to anybody that has room temperature IQ and reading that the real fake news is Fox News. And the dump has come, or another dump has come, and there's about 846 pages. And I've been reading a lot of the highlights, and I want to come to Ray Epps. But Sean Hannity said he knew all along that Trump lost the election. Now, he's a Fox News star. He's one of Donald Trump's strongest supporters. He was a close advisor to Trump. He admitted under oath that he never believed the lie that Trump was cheated of victory in the 2020 presidential by a voting tech company that's hosed here because it's not housed here. It's hosed here. Remember the old spaghetti factory downtown? That's Dominion. And On television, Fox News hosts and stars and guests talked about those wild false claims made by Trump, made by his campaign lawyers and his surrogates, presenting them to millions of viewers. Hannity and the top Fox executives who oversee the prime time program told totally different stories about Trump's false claims of fraud under oath and in front of the attorney's. Now, the separate depositions are taking place. It's a $1.6 billion defamation suit. And the depositions happened in August, and the statements emerged uh, two days ago in a Delaware Superior Court hearing related to a series of motions by both sides. Hannity testified, according to the attorneys for Dominion, I do not believe it for a second. Meade Cooper, Fox News executive vice president, confirmed under oath she never believed the lies about Dominion. Dominion has an attorney by the name of Stephen Shackleford. I'd like to talk to him. Tucker Carlson tries to squirm out of his deposition, is what, what Shackleford has said. Um, the swarm, uh, the uh, sworn affidavits took place in what's the discovery phase, preparation for trial. Hannity gave airtime, and remember these people, to all the Fox News, parent company, Fox Corp, they're all getting sued, The claims were broadcast on what's called conservative media, now known as Fox fake news and fake talk, but most prominently Fox News. Dominion alleges in the lawsuit, which I've had a chance to read, that it was a concerted effort, I'll read this to you, a concerted effort from the top to the bottom of Fox to win back viewers after the network was first to project the key swing state of Arizona. Read all the Trump books. Boy, that was the night. Donald Trump then denounces Fox, and millions of his supporters abandoned the network that month. It was true. Looked at the Nielsen's. The Murdoch's and Fox stood by the call of Arizona. Now, NPR reported, this is where I got some of this right away, because they're commies, they commies. No, they're not. NPR first reports, Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott warned, we can't give the crazies an inch. I can relate to that. Yet Hannity was among those who gave airtime to, to Trump's claims. November 30th, 2020, he invited Trump campaign attorney Sidney Powell, who now the Trumps have turned on. They invite Sidney Powell on the program. She starts this Donald Trump boogeyman. And it was said on talk radio, fake talk radio, the Daily Beast shows this stuff. The Venezuelan dictator Hugo Chavez, George Soros, communist money, the CIA. And Fox News went on with it. Fox News stars promote the lies and in interviews. Lou Dobbs goes on, and I like Lou Dobbs immensely. Dobbs left Fox Business. It may say why uh, when all these things happen. So these insights into Fox, to win in court, Dominion must build a defamation case showing Fox stars and decision makers knew the claims of election fraud were not true. Kennedy made similar remarks saying that Trump had lost in these private conversations, but so what? You want fake news? It's Fox. You want fake talk? Let's talk about Ray Epps. Let's take a call, maybe. You, want, you got somebody who's coming on the show here? Who is it? I'm going to see you now, okay? Right, let's go to Don. Don, you're on the radio show. We'll come back to Ray Epps' show. Good morning. It's 11 after 9. It's a nice day. 46 will be the high. Good morning.
2: Well, happy birthday, or happy new <laughs> year. Whatever it is. Yeah. Happy, happy. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Hey. Uh-huh.
2: I was listening to you a little bit i'm curious a couple things. One is what you're talking about just in relation to dominion well
1: that's the, that's the that's the lawsuit i mean stolen? it's they they, they they lied about everything they lied about Hugo Chavez, they lied about the Chinese they lied about George Soros, and the other lawsuit, of course, is the other uh and actually they're they are competitors. Of, uh, of dominion in denver of course denver holds dominion dominions um does this voting machine technology in 38 states and they filed their lawsuit in 20 in 2021 and i'll read from them i read the lawsuit and brought some stuff in fox sold a false story of election fraud in order to serve its own commercial purposes severely injuring dominion in the process um one point six, one point
2: six billion. Based million? on Dominion, on Dominion being rigged.
1: No, it's based on it's the on, things they they said about all kinds of different things about Dominion. What do you believe they said about Dominion?
2: Um, I think that they said there were problems with
1: how the Dominion machines were operating. No, they said they were. Remember, they said they went to Europe and counted votes in Europe. You remember that, don't you?
2: Yeah, vaguely.
1: No, 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 know, vaguely. It's interesting. You no, be, these guys, I, I, you you guys I, I, become Ginny.
2: Pete, hold on a second. Right. I'm not I'm not you guys.
1: Yeah, are you remember, of course you are.
2: I remember, but I also called in and told you that I had a friend of mine, that was one of the people that did um, works for a company here in town, a big one that does um, gaming machines mm-hmm. and he told me that they did the analysis on that and he said there was no way that there was any issue with the Dominion machines. I called and told you that. When I so watch I happening, believe, you know,
1: you know, listen, I remember I voices. Problem uh, well, do you believe that the election was stolen?
2: Um, <laughs> Come on. No, not really. Good. I don't, I, I don't think so. You don't think I, I don't so. Think, I don't think. No, you don't I, think I, so. I don't think so. You don't I think, think so. He, Peter, I think there were some irregularities. Like what? With, um. It's kind of like No, it's not kind of like reality. what is the
1: irregularity? Tell me the ir- irregularity'm what I'm doing is I'm sick and how, bloody I'm how, sick and bloody how, tired how, how, how some of the votes
2: were counted and no counted. Where, by Dominion. no whom? by Dominion is nothing similar to the computer. you know whatever you I know what Dominion
1: is. About. Tell me where the irregularities are because I'm up to here. And I'm reading Ginny Thomas last night. I'm reading Ginny. I'm reading Ginny Thomas last night. The Supreme Court justice's wife saying she regrets what she did in the in the wake of the 2020 presidential. And she was she was was, she was one of the and looks like she was influencing people. She was sending people messages. Ginny Thomas. The, she's a conservative well, operative. She's the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Right.
2: That's all her opinion.
1: No, but yes, that, don't, me, you understand? Yes, me, I, don't you I, un, don't, I do, understand? Do you understand, I understand for a understand second what, what she did? Do you understand what she did? Well,
2: sure. What did she do? She's trying to
1: influence the outcome of the election.
2: She by, was texting so White House had Chief
1: had, of it. Staff Mark Meadows, urging him to continue challenging the election results. Her text raised all these ethical concerns over the wife of the Supreme Court justice engaging in this. Now she says, I regret all of this. She told the January 6th committee that was part of the dump. How does that make you feel? Well, none of it makes me feel good. How, no, it should, no, it should make you angry. Did you, at one time, did you believe it was all true? I'm just asking you to be honest. No. You never did. You never were a guy who called the show and said Trump won.
2: Never, ever. Never. Right. I've sat, I've sat back, and I've listened to you. I've read different books about right. it. Right. Patrick Byrne. Right, on and on and on right. and on. I've heard all these opinions. Yep. And you know, just I will tell you this. I think we have some issues.
1: Do you believe? Do you believe the truth is now out there that Donald Trump lost? Well, I think it has been. No, no. I'm asking you what you believe. Yes or no. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think
2: it has been for some time. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think Donald Trump lost, and he lost by popular vote of what ten thousand votes, something like that. Way more than that, and he, and popular vote. Yeah, I thought he had seventy-five million. The Biden's eighty-three million.
1: How many is that? That's not seventeen thousand. How much is that?
2: I, I said, I said, ten million. Okay. but that's right. less than that. Seventy-five, seventy-five to eighty-three is like. Eight million seven. It's irrelevant. He lost the election. He lost in the electoral college. Okay, and you know, do you believe? um, Did you watch any of the Maricopa County um, nonsense trial? Yes. You talking about you talking
1: about about Lake the uh, Terry Lake? Yeah. yeah, No, it's that was a joke. It was a joke. Okay. She had she had all five hours. She first two her witnesses or her experts were clowns. They were the kind of people that were used for the last two years, two and a half years. They are the people that come in with Mike Lindell. They were ridiculous. I watched it. I have time on my hands now. Yeah. And, well, I, and I do want to talk about Ray Epps because Ray Epps. Yeah, tell me about,
2: tell, tell me about Ray Epps. We got time
1: to do Ray Epps. Ray Epps, the new testimony was released on Thursday by the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th. And now comes Ray Epps. Uh, reps, reps, and I heard uh, Epps accused on this radio station again, fake talk. Epps was accused by all these right-wing Trump-aligned media personalities of being an FBI plant, um, although he was a one-time the FBI wanted list. Epps never ended up facing criminal charges. Now, what's important to know here is, first of all, the lies that put out that Epps' wife worked for Dominion. Her name is Robin. Robin Epps worked for a company named Dominion, but it wasn't Dominion the uh, voting uh, uh, tabulators. And if you go to Virginia, every other bar or other joint's known as Dominion, but she worked for a company called Dominion Enterprises. That became the lie. The next one was that Nancy Pelosi and Ray Epps had a phone conversation the night before. There was absolutely zero evidence of that. They've looked at it. I mean, it doesn't matter what anybody at this point, but what starts out is it's it's Thomas Massey, the congressman. And Epps, by the way, is on the lamb, He's living in an RV, uh, allegedly in the Rocky Mountain area. Winky, winky. So what they did to Epps is Epps is what there. Was the role? Pardon, he didn't have a role. What What he did was he went to the Capitol on January the sixth, and they lifted a little bit of a tape. But if you look at the people before and afterward, you get an entire different picture of of uh, of Epps. Epps is a former Marine. Epps has testified. You can read his testimony. He said, the only thing he said, his follow-up was, after that, he had to sell his wedding business. He had a wedding business in Arizona. And I'll read you Ray Epps. It got really, really difficult after he was taken off after Thomas Massey, Congressman Massey, went after Ray Epps. And he said, it's a really difficult time after that. The crazy started to come out of the woodwork. I had it happen to me. We got one guy who's been in prison and shot the police once. He's out on bail now, and he's trying to contact me. I can't have my wife live in the home. We have, we've sold our property. If you can see the whole story, that I'm trying to stop the violence. That's what he was trying to do. And you, if you go on and talk to the people who were around him, which the committee did, and they said Epps wasn't urging anybody to attack the Capitol. It's a clip. And all they did was take a clip. One of the moments that Epps says he regrets most was staying in Washington, took place the night before the Capitol attack. He joined his son and a friend for a pro-Trump rally at the Black Lives Matter Plaza. I brought this stuff in. During the event, he was videotaped by a right wing provocateur encouraging people to go inside the Capitol on September excuse me, on January 6th. He described it even at the time as a form of peaceful protest. The clip has been used to depict Epps as the man who not only urged people to riot at the Capitol, but then evaded prosecution. The Justice Department has no publicly never publicly addressed the decision. Now you can call that whatever you want to call it. But the legal definition of an indictment requires a person's words to cause an immediate threat of danger, not one of possibly occurring the following day. Epps believes he could have stopped the violence. He inserts himself into a conflict between the police and members of the pro-Trump mob, widely considered to be the tipping point. Next page. The video occurs about 1 p.m. that day, according to a writer. And this guy's important. Remember the name. Google his name. Ryan Samuel, S-A-M-S-E-L. So I think some people have said Samsel, other people have said Samuel, who, who already started to confront cops behind a metal barricade on the west side of the Capitol. Epps said he intervened in the conflict and kept Mr. Samsel or Mr. Samuel from attacking the police, and he tried to tell Samsel the officers were merely doing their job. Samso gave an identical account to the FBI when he was arrested several weeks later about Ray Epps. Epps also said he regretted sending a text to his nephew after the violence had erupted in which he discussed how he helped to orchestrate the movements of people who were leaving Mr. Trump's speech uh, near the White House by pointing them in the direction of the Capitol. Epps further acknowledges, and this is from the committee, acknowledges that while he moved past the barricades for a restricted area of the, of the Capitol grounds, he did not go into the building itself. The mass majority of those who did not enter the building or committed additional crimes have not been charged. By the time the violence started spreading, Epps had already left the Capitol being helped to a sick, a sick protester uh, to safety, and that protesters also testified that that was true. The problems begin with Epps as soon as the Revolver News, which is, we have a couple of those outfits around here, published a few articles about him in October. Suddenly, death threats, trespassers on his property. I relate to all of this. And demanding answers about January 6th, acquaintances, fellow members of the church, even fellow members who disowned him. Things became worse after Carlson and a prominent politicians began to amplify Ray Epps. In December, Epps discovered shell casings on the ground near the bunkhouse of the it's called a farm-style wedding venue that they own. He and his wife, Robin, suggesting somebody had been shooting the buildings. Now, I'll just read this to you. You do with that as you want. In January, Epps received a letter from someone claiming to have to brought brought somebody in from a Mexican cartel to kill him. The writer said he had overheard some cartel members talking about killing Epps. I, I write on paper to tell you you need to look out, the letter said. These drug gangs, people are very bad people, whether it's real or just, you know, another joke. Epps went into hiding. He has sold his business. He and he—they sold the business into ranch-style home, losing hundreds of thousands in the deal. This is all, you know. This is all backed up by fact. It's been a nightmare. After leaving Arizona from the mountains of Colorado, the Eppses are not done much. They managed to uh, to spend time with their children. They have thirty-seven grandchildren. That's amazing. Mostly keeping to themselves. Epps is um, wearing a a wide-brim hat. And hides his face. People in the gas stations or grocery stores say they look familiar. He's here. He's here in Colorado. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. But that's just that's this line round one. Ray Epps is they manufactured Ray Epps. And I heard Ray Epps' name on this radio station. I'm going. That's fake talk. Epps Epps had nothing to do with this. They manufacture. Would you quit looking in the drawer and tell me what you think? Um. I'm listening to what you're saying.
2: I'm not sure where you're reading from. Is that the transcript? And that's a, it's, a, it's a
1: January 6th committee. Him him being in front of it.
2: Yeah, is that published
1: online? Will yeah, you, you can. It? There's 846 pages. Help yourself. To to no, it, but it's beyond. I mean, yeah. you don't believe that I'm reading you the truth.
2: I, no, I didn't say that. I was no. just asking you what the source was. I just told you it. It they, they did a dump. There,
1: there was another dump they called on Thursday. House Select Committee investigating January 6th. And that's just the second dump. There's another one apparently to come. They're trying to get it out before the Republicans step in and end all of this, which they probably will, and it'll be to the demise of the Republican Party.
2: So I have one question for you about the January 6th committee. What did you think of the selection of the two Republicans? It is, the it, well,
1: whatever I think isn't going to matter because you don't accept it. You, I I'm I remember well, you, I you do. You don't, 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 don't tell I me. Just, Peter, I'm just asking was, They asked. You they asked other. The I, I thought it was a great committee. I thought the hearings were incredible. They asked other Republicans. and They said no. The truth the, 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 the truth will be found. In, in, and it's interesting because now not only is there fake news, there's fake talk. And all of this talk radio talking points that we've listened to for some two years and four months, the wheels are coming off it. And it can't stand. Ray Epps is an innocent bystander who was turned into a monster by talk radio and by Republican politicians and operatives and social media. Ray Epps, come on. <laughs> Here's Ray Epps. I read some other stuff. Ray. I mean, I really ganged up on it. Two weeks, here it is Ray Epps. When the late January last year, an interview with the FBI, Mr. Samsell said much the same thing about Ray Epps, telling investigators that a man he did not know came up to him to the barricades, suggesting he relax, according to the recording of the interview shown by the, and again, it says, he came up to me and he said, dude, this is Samsell, dude, relax, the cops are doing their job. This is the guy who stands next to Epps. Theories surround Epps have been debunked before. Notably, after he spoke last year to investigators working with the House Select Committee examining January 6th. During the interview, committee officials said Epps was not, and, and matter of fact, Epps turned himself into the FBI when, he, when they found out they were looking for him. Still, the rumors about him have persisted, including just as recent as this week. Becoming regular. What
2: would fo- be, be the outcome of the, of the January 6th committee?
1: Well, they want to indict Trump.
2: Okay, but what 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 will look down the road low ways? How do you foresee this coming ending? Okay?
1: I don't know. I, I can't see around corners, but the evidence is there for people like you if you want to read it. How's that?
2: Yeah, well okay. there's evidence there for everybody to read. Well Happy I'm saying you, because, you you're because you're calling it? the
1: show. For okay. you and everybody I calling will, or not calling.
2: I, I, Wade I, through I will it. Take a look. I will take a yeah, look okay. at all of it. And then call me next week.
1: Time. All right. All right. 303-696-1971. Fake news and fake talk. Ray Epps is an in- I mean, I've been laying in the weeds to do a Ray Epps show. There's colleagues that I know, people I know, that, oh, no, Ray Epps, no. The truth about Ray Epps, dude, is there. Are you sick and tired of living with the constant pain in your knees and your back? And, you know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love it affects your job and your relationships and even simple things like getting dressed it's time to call qc kinetics Uh, they use advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue giving you your life back your hips your shoulders your elbows they can do it all natural biologics for your body powerful healing agents highly concentrated so if you're trying to avoid steroid shots that don't work or you're trying to avoid surgery Call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn from them. I mean, it's just great. This stuff, I know these people work. Pain caused by arthritis or injury. No drugs, no pain meds, no downtime. Natural treatment that gets you the lasting results. People are are hurting out there, man. Call now. Appointments are available. 303-989-86. 303-989-86. 303-989-86. Make the call today. All right, Saturday morning, everyone, the final show of the new year, and excuse me, of this year, and the new year, 2023, rolls in. Saturday morning, December 31, Saturday weather, mountain snow, 46, 22 tonight, 43 on Sunday, going skiing, uh, the shoot, the best one we've done in a long, long time with these two guys from Iran. You can go to the website, 710 kus and scroll on shows and hit on me, or it's up on YouTube. We're talking about Ray Epps, we're talking about other things, of course, in the news, or... That uh, state university grad student arrested university, uh, excuse me, of Idaho killings. And the Pope at Meredith is dead. Barbara Walters dead. Cowboy Moving and Storage, the recommended mover. Cowboymoving.com. Click on customer reviews. It's incredible. 1,300 reviews. Uh, They worked, or we worked with them, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago in the big swap Customer reviews show you what I think about them, and it's the same thing. They're family-owned and operated the same family since 1968. Cowboy provides residential and commercial moves throughout Colorado. Stor- well, I think this one thing is called load and hold. So, basically, if you're moving into a new office or residence, but you got to leave your current location before the new place is available, here's how it works. Their load and hold trailers can work well for short-term or long-term storage. They hold it warm, dry places, and then they wait. And when you're ready, they're ready, they, they deliver. That makes Cowboy the best. Everybody's been through that jam before as well. Loads to holds, just ask them for an estimate. Moving the piano, whatever it is, Cowboys recommend a mover. These are our guys. Since 68, they donate a portion of every move to Freedom Service Dogs. 303-789-2200. 303-789-2200. To the wall of shame. You're a fool. You'll believe anything. ha, <laughs> ha. Um, National Security Branch Assistant Director stated she did not answer Ted Cruz's question about whether January 6th, provocateur Ray Epps was a federal asset. He wasn't. Cruz, was was Ted Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. Let me let him answer it. Epps said the only... (laughs) They've made Epps into this person. Your mind is so closed, yet you read rigged by. I read Molly Hemingway's book. She did not want to come on the show. Let's settle that right now. Well, I was doing the the Daily Show, and Billy contacted Marilyn Hemingway, and she declined to do the show. Just so you know that. Yes, the election was stolen. Get back on the meds. We go to Steve. You're on a radio show. Good morning. Hey
4: Peter, a uh, lot of real estate to cover. Happy New Year. Mm. So the right wing media, the fake talk, they are here's the fact, they are they lose. They lose everywhere. Let me take, it, let me, let me take
1: it to another let me take it to one other thing. The Alex Jones Sandy Hook story. That's the tip of the spear. What Alex Jones did to Sandy Hook, right now, I'm told and I don't know this so do whatever you want to do with it, that Epps is talking to lawyers.
4: Well, let me just let me just get this one thing out. The reason they lose all the time, there's not one court case of significance that they've won. No, there's not one candidate that they've ever championed in which they have the the losing candidate has been flipped and put in office. Agreed. They're like a bunch of racists. They just talk among well, each other. Wink, wink. You know, you'll have uh, on uh, this it's radio. It's, the-
1: it's more than that. It is. Fake talk. It's fake news. It's turned out the fa- the people who scream fake news. It was Fox that was the fake news, and when they it all seems to be interesting when they get their hands in the air and they're under a deposition, they start telling the truth. And I'm reading. Exactly. I'm reading um, Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny, in front of the commission or in front of the committee. All of a sudden, she's going the other way. She saw And all
4: all of all of these people in the in the fake media, fake talk. Yeah that say they believe in the rule of law, they believe no. in these things. They don't. No. They, they want to distort it. And then they talk amongst each other yeah. like Lindell will call in oh, some sure. crazy show. Lind- and people call in say, go ahead. Sir. Lind-
1: well, Lindell's turned on Hannity, which was predictable. I'm waiting for Trump to turn on Hannity. Hannity is one of the uh, former Donald Trump advisors, closest allies on the air. He admits under oath that he never believed the lie that Trump was cheated. Now that's in contrast, yeah, what a contrast that is, and well,
4: this, they cannot sustain themselves, but they have their oh, own but, little their but, own little chamber so they can, once they you, can well, call in and talk about to each other
1: once you put your hand in the air with threats of perjury, they start singing another song, don't they
4: exactly and and when they lose, they never accept it. look at all the craziness about Carrie Lake
1: same she's thing lost. She's
4: going to lose same again. thing she's going to lose S- again.
1: same thing she had now she has to pay and the legal I'm, she has to pay legal fees on this on the woman that won
4: and I'm going to switch real quick right. uh I got G men for Christmas and I thought I knew everything about him no my goodness what, what a, a book it's a great a book. book
1: i tell you what i'm reading now and i just started it and I was one of those it's called Hollywood ending about um about Harvey Weinstein oh oh my goodness. It, it'll it'll scare you It'll scare you. Um, what he was able to get away with and what they did. I mean, but it's just amazing.
4: Just as, just
1: as a piece of
4: work, that woman worked on uh, G-Men for a decade. Oh, yeah. And, and I had a father-in-law that was in the FBI. I thought I knew all this, and I've been involved in government. But, my God, the, the, you know, the depth of the Tolson story, you know how they recruited everybody from the same fraternity, yeah. which are almost, almost the same, identical well,
1: quality. And, and it was and that was horribly racist fraternity in Washington D.C. Oh yeah. And he went. He lived. He went and lived in the house with the boys and everything. No, he's a he's a twisted agent. And, it, and his Mom and Edgar Hoover. Yeah. I I'm, I'm finished. I finished a book yesterday afternoon, which shows you I got to get a life. I'm reading the Commission Committee reports, and that's pretty lengthy. And I'm trying to yellow stuff out to bring to work. But I've just finished, uh, it's called uh, Marilyn and Frank, about Frank Sinatra and uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I saw
4: that, I saw
1: that. It's a a really good read about her and the Joe DiMaggio, as he said, the effing Kennedys. And Joe DiMaggio and Sinatra come nose to nose. And 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 Sinatra kind of put himself over as a Barney badass into a couple (laughs) situations, and he wasn't. But... He didn't want to tangle with Joe D, but in the end, Joe D takes over everything and has, he he runs the funeral. And and Sinatra tries to come to the funeral. He brings his goons. I never heard the story before. And he brings his goons. He brings Jilly the Hook and you know all of his goons and they try to crash they try to crash Marilyn's funeral. I mean, her funeral is by invitation only. I never read that before. And uh, Joe sends his guys out. No. And he he turned Sinatra, Sinatra he turned Sinatra away at the door of the funeral wouldn't let him in, and he, he I'm said, let you, yeah. "You gotta go." I'm gonna let you go. All I'm man. Put a he's, smile on your face. He's safe. I'm gonna put
4: a smile on all your right. face. Ava Gardner when she left Sinatra that's when he lost his voice, and when she left Howard Hughes that's when he went into seclusion. She must so have that been. Woman <laughs> she,
1: she must have been. I read a, I read about her. There's a book called Ava's Boys about all the lovers that she had. And she was, she was, she when she, what what film did they make? Mongambo or something? When they all go to Africa and it's Clark Gable and and her lover is this uh, Spanish bullfighter. She likes Spanish bullfighters. <laughs> no, you're reading stuff. She's great, and uh she she destroyed Sinatra. She destroyed everybody. Yeah, you know, she was like like yeah. ooh, Jane Russell. You know, you don't want to mess with her. You know, because you're not coming out okay. But you go get him. The book, the book is entitled "Frank and Marilyn" or "Marilyn, Marilyn Frank." I'm sorry, and um, and how in the end of her life. And I've, I read "God" with that Tony Summers book, which I think is just a great book about the Kennedys. And there's no doubt in this guy's mind that Bobby Kennedy was there the night she died. And most people, of course, believe she was murdered. And um, the as as Joe said, those effing Kennedys.
4: You can put them all in a bag during that period. Silver, Cone, Kennedys, yeah. Marilyn Monroe, Sinatra, everybody's connected.
1: Yep. you got a deal. Thanks. You go get them. Uh, man. 303-696-1971. Email. Kennedy lost me kissing Lindsey Graham's ass. <laughs> Kennedy should have lost you for lying. Pete, I know a little about these details, but I never did see the January 6th of the film, the tall ray Epson, and the crown urging protesters to the Capitol. Have you? Yes, of course I have. It's a clip. They they, they understand it's a clip. He lifted the clip. Tucker Carlson is part of this. The, The stories about Epps were quickly seized by Fox News host Tucker Carlson, who gave it a wider audience. They were also echoed by Republican members of Congress, Representative Thomas Massey and Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. That's the Ted Cruz moment that this listener was all twisted up about. Eventually, Trump joined the fray, mentioning Ray Epps in one of his political rallies, lending fuel to the viral Twitter hashtag, Who's Ray Epps? After months of watching from the shadows as public figures want, he once respected, Donald Trump amongst them, tarring his name and destroying his reputation, Mr. Epps decided he wanted to answer the questions himself. In a day-long interview, sitting in an air-conditioned recreational vehicle with his wife, Robin, they're here, man, and the two shih Tzus beside him, Mr. Epps describes himself as a father, former Marine, a staunch but disillusioned conservative whose leaders had betrayed him. He is granting this interview on the condition that the location of his new home not be declared. I'm the center of this thing, he said, the biggest farce it's ever been. It's not right. The American people are being led down a path, and I think it's criminal. Epps said he acted stupidly at times, but he and one of his sons, took the last-minute trip to D.C. to stand up for Donald Trump. <laughs> Look what you got. One of, the, one of the moments Epps says he regrets the most took place in the night before the Capitol attack. He joined his son and a friend for a pro-Trump rally at Black Lives Matter Plaza. During the event, he was videotaped by a white right-wing provocateur encouraging people to go inside the Capitol, and he described even at the time was a form of peaceful protest. That clip has been used to depict Mr. Epps as a man who not only urged people to riot, but also invading prosecution, the Justice Department, not publicly addressing the decision not to charge him, but the legal definition of an, of an incitement requires a person's words to cause immediate threat of danger, and no one could possibly make that follow with Mr. Epps. I'm done with it. You should be done with it. But they won't be. They're lined up to go. My friends in law office, are damn capitalists, And Danny, of course, believes the only lawyer in Colorado and is the only lawyer in Colorado, only believed to be, winning five straight multimillion-dollar jury verdicts. Danny, let's go to Vegas. Danny and his partners, and that, that ad they're running on TV with all the people in that room, that's really a good ad. A highly successful firm. Great lineup, including six former deputy DAs. Danny's law believes. Talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to to share it with you. It's a track record of outstanding jury verdicts out-of-court settlements. Danny's the man. Danny believes that, as you believe, or you should believe, who you hire says a lot about you. It suggests that you choose a law firm that shares your values. The firm believes its core values have been the foundation of historic success, faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication to righteous causes. When you need help, Dan's the man. Make the phone call. 303-907-5003. 303-907-5003. Or Capless law. We went through some things with our family. I, You know, it's like, but, boy, Danny was the man. Dan Kaplis, C-A-P-L-I-S-Law.com, 303-907-5003. New Year's Eve, everybody. It is 9.50, 10 before the hour. Open lines will continue till noon on a Saturday. Mountain snow and 46 will be the high. I'm heading to the mountains after the gig's over. 22 tonight, Sunday, 43. Happy New Year and back to work Monday snow and 30 degrees. We're talking about the, there's called, they call them records dumps or they call testimony dumps and this week on Thursday 845 pages got dumped uh, from the nine or the January 6th group January 6th committee which has already brought you know down smoke again the ridiculousness of the continued belief but one of the most important the Supreme Court justice's wife her her testimony came down about um, fanning conspiracy theories about the 2020 presidential election and among the dozens of these witness transcripts that were rushed out in the final days of activity because this impending, uh, and by the way, I guess it's less one with the Santos character, congressional inquiry, and the belief is the committee is racing to make these disclosures before the expected disabandment by the Republicans when they take the House of Representatives. That's going to go back and haunt them. It would be like um, Republicans disbanding the Irwin Committee, looking at Richard Nixon. So former President Donald Trump has called this investigation, so you all know, a witch hunt. But one of the um, most important, at least I think significant moments, the panel released interviews with right-wing activists and candidates who had backed Donald Trump's false claims. Among them, Virginia, you call her Ginny Thomas, the conservative operative and wife of U.S. Supreme Court Clarence Thomas, who came under intense uh, scrutiny after the Washington Post and CBS reported that she had texted White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows urging him to continue to challenge the election results. The, the lie, the big lie. Her text raised these ethical concerns about the wife of a court justice. Now, with her hand in the air, I regret all of these texts. <laughs> she said, it was an emotional time. I probably just was emoting with Mark Meadows. Her testimony, she told the committee, I was worried that there was fraud in your regularities that distorted the ex the election. But I wasn't uncovered in a timely manner. So we have President Biden. In other words, push comes to shove under oath. I regret it. This is Evan. You're on the radio show. We have about seven to go until 10. If you don't finish, I'm bringing you on the other side. Good morning.
3: Yes, sir. Great show as usual. Um, don't really follow your logic on the 2020. I guess I'm bigoted, but you did mention something that struck me out with me.
1: 2020? What, tw- what's 2020?
3: Uh, well, let's talk about uh, Marilyn Monroe. If you mention Marilyn Monroe in one breath, you got to mention Dorothy Kilgallen in the next.
1: Oh, she was murdered. Oh, sure. And you know why she was yeah. murdered? What's your guess on her being murdered? And by the way, Marilyn Monroe was murdered before Jack Kennedy was killed. Dorothy, yes. Dorothy Kilgallen was killed because of her work on the assassination.
3: Exactly. Yeah, Mel and Bella, the whole crowd. Uh, you know, sometime we'd like to catch one of your shows on her and what was going on and where you think she might have been going. I have who, a hunch
1: meaning who, meaning Dorothy Kilgallen or Marilyn?
3: Dorothy Kilgallen. Oh, yeah. she was, She was.
1: Remember, she was, they said karate chopped to the neck, or does other people say she was garroted. Other people say... You know, that she was strangled. There's all kinds of Dorothy Kilgallen stories. How old are you? Yes. How old are you, Evan?
3: I'm approaching the big age zip.
1: Me and you. Year. Okay. Do you remember when she was on What's My Line? Yes. And she would have yes. to wear a mask and they'd have to guess who people were. Yes. She, she was a column. Excuse me. She was a columnist.
3: Yes. A very and, well syndicated columnist. Absolutely. And
1: she was like a rival of Winchell's and all these people. And she did not believe the Warren Commission, although the Warren Commission is like, you know, it's been taken apart so many times. Did you see that? By the way, did you see the latest dump of the, the of, from the CIA and or the Warren Commission that suppressed so much the the Lee Harvey Oswald phone call? Did you, do you hear this or see this yet?
3: I haven't picked up on that. Have not picked up on that. Uh, well, I've always kind of doubted you could shoot somebody at that range no, with an old Italian rifle.
1: You know, they the, even the Italians they called it. Um, there was a name the Italian soldiers used for the rifle, like the peaceful weapon or something. They, never, they couldn't hit it, they couldn't shoot anybody with it. They couldn't hit anybody with it. <laughs> Seriously, no, I'm serious. Weapon. Oh, no. that's funny. But here, here's the the kicker is. Um, this they they lied so much about oswald and is it where he was he was in mexico and he made a phone call believe it or not to the soviet embassy and 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 they they have the phone call i've heard i've listened to it online we can maybe we can find it and play it this morning but he wants to go he wants to go back to the soviet union and now this is a guy who is allegedly Mm -hmm. planning to kill kennedy yes but but he wants to go back and he's, he's making a phone call say uh blake Google Lee Harvey Oswald's phone call to the Soviet, and we'll play it. I, I listen to it on my computer at home. It's bizarre, and I'm thinking to myself, why, if he's, you know, I kill if, if, somebody,
3: why going yeah, back to the Soviet
1: Union. How, how, why does he want to go back? And and oh, they, wow. they they suppressed that, and it's just recently, like in the last two and a half, three weeks, it's came to. It's, it's floated up, you know, and there's, they still haven't given all of that stuff up, as you well know, and that fellow who called about that uh, Hoover book you know Hoover yes. Hoover had him man Hoover had the Kennedys he had him and that's and, yeah. man, and Bobby Kennedy had to threaten his own brother Hoover goes to him and they they know that he's hooked up with Sam Giancana they know he's hooked up with Sinatra they know he's he's mobbed up the money probably passed you know all these things happened and so Bobby knows it and Bobby goes to his brother and Jack blows it off cuz he wants to go be with Marilyn Monroe and, yeah. and that's coming up. So Bobby Kennedy threatened. He said, if you go and stay at Sinatra's house, I will resign as the attorney general. And that's what it took mm-hmm. for, for Jack to go to Bill, uh, to go to Ben Crosby's house. It's amazing stuff. Wow. Good now, story. Oh, it's a great story. There, this book is Don't out. Worry. It's called Marilyn and it's it's called either Jack and Maryland or Maryland and Jack, or, excuse me, Maryland and Frank or Frank and Maryland. I got them screwed up, but I, I finished it yesterday afternoon. About the relationships between you want to you want to stay and talk or you want to want a book it's your call I got to take a pause
3: well I'll let you go I love uh, you I got my intro from Shaw an attorney yeah. who was sure. I was in the same building as yeah, sure. uh, Melvin Belli in San Francisco I, I met Melvin Belli I, I, I did a show, I,
1: I, I, did a show with, I, I did a show with Melvin Belli I'll talk to you man oh, you did? oh boy did I thanks talk to you all right we're coming back open lines continue it's New Year seven ten K in U S